0: Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and Pastor's delivery of the word. I'll bring you more than a soul for a song, it is not what you have required. You search much deeper within to the way things appear You're looking into my heart I'll bring you more I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in it this Is not what you have required you search much deeper within to the way things your
1: for our people and all the pain and problems that they have come through. It has only been Jesus. And Jesus only. To those of you that are watching by TV and internet, we pray that you would continually send in your tithes online. Amen. We're still waiting on you. And mail your tides in to P.O. Box 817 Williamstown, New Jersey 08094. And truly God is an awesome, awesome, awesome God. Praise God. And uh, so we are uh, happy this morning to not only congratulate but to uh, just Articulate how much God loves everyone, but today particularly fathers. Fathers, you are so special to your family. Amen. And I just want to say to all of you, none of us are perfect. All of us have made mistakes. We've all fallen short. There's none righteous, no, not one. Amen. We made mistakes with our children. We made mistakes in our marriage. We made mistakes in ministry. Let the Lord confess your mistakes to the Lord and let's move on. Let's just move on to perfection. Can I get a witness? And allow the Lord to bless you and liberate you through truth. I may not be everything I ought to be. But thank God, I'm not what I used to be. Can we get a Lord a hand clap? Amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good. And this morning, this morning, I won't keep you. This morning, our emphasis is on fatherhood is a medicine to manhood. Fatherhood is a medicine to manhood and a wisdom to womanhood. The Bible says in Proverbs that the glory of the children is their fathers. And 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 if you if you have not studied out the Word of God, you you're probably saying, "Well, I don't understand the, the law of love is the mother's, but the law of the father." Is godly instruction. Yeah. Medicine to manhood. As we celebrate Father's Day, uh, we praise our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for his abundant grace and mercy. We thank God. Amen. For his um, blessings in spite of us. All right. All right. Now, let, me, let me talk about yes. in spite of right. us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you ever connect uh, the right just to you? God superimposes his will at times so that in spite of all of our defects, we are blessed. In spite of our lack of love and submission, in spite of our historical hindrances and fractures and pain, the Lord steps in at the right time. Lord have mercy and and, uh, uh, God has called fathers to a purpose to a presence and hallelujah to a perseverance and we have got to persevere through the difficult in order to demonstrate dedication uh, fathers, first, their purpose, and don't miss this, their purpose, Lord have mercy, is to, through commitment and compassion, to love their companion, their wife. In front of their kids. The security of a child is not having a mother and a father. It's seeing the mother and father love each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because with children, more is caught than taught. You, you, you can say all you want to say, you can... You know, there was a there was a time when our kids put us in the bind and asked us, "Did you ever get high? Did you ever smoke the weed?" Now, 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 with all these hieroglyphics of theology, we could have said, "Well, you know, no." Just be honest with them. So, you know, don't don't glamorize sin. Just say, "Listen, I I I was on unsa- I made mistakes. Tell them the truth." They already know. God left somebody living that knew you when. I'm preaching. You come to church and lie all you want. We're going to find out the truth. You got, it. You got, it. You got it.
0: The purpose
1: is to compassionately love the children's mother if you're in that situation. Now, some people, we we don't have that situation. And and the presence is, they need to see you every once in a while. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. And the perseverance is, when there's problems, you got to persevere. There's got to be a commitment to stay put. You can't keep running from man to man and woman to woman. You... At some juncture, you got to, amen, uh, yeah, nail your tent in the ground and say, I'm, I'm, I'm in this in the name of Jesus. So a father has to love and help liberate and labor for his children. Think about fatherhood. He is a, he's a pathfinder. That, that means he's cutting down bushes for you to follow. He's setting an example. He he is not only a pathfinder; he's a priest, he's a protector, he's a provider.
0: Yeah, and,
1: and 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 so when we look at this matter of fatherhood, Amen. That we 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 begin to see the principles of Proverbs chapter four. You can write it down, get it when you get home, which which are the blessings. And amen. The uh, the uh, the blessings and 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 all the things that deal with a father's instruction to their kids. Ah. And Solomon, who wrote Proverbs, uses godly wisdom to tell his son Rehoboam, "Son, you need to listen. I've been where you are." Yeah. First seven chapters, my son, my son, my son, it's instruction. But when you close in on the fourth chapter, he's given wisdom, which is applied knowledge, and wisdom is personified as she. If you keep God's wisdom, she will keep you. She will protect you. She will provide for you. Yeah. And, and, and so, as we look at and matriculate through what a father is and does, he enlightens, he educates, he embraces. Don't be afraid to embrace your kids. You know, some of us that got issues with contact and intimacy. We, we want to speak afar off. Well, every time you don't hug your kids, they're going to get a hug from somebody else. Somebody you may not approve of. Do I have a witness? Yes, sir. And uh, uh, this this father figure, this father figure. What is a a father to Almighty God? He is a uh, you got to spend time with your kids. Yeah, you got to touch them appropriately. Touching is a form of gl- a love. Amen. And uh, you got folk in church. I don't want nobody touching me. Well, you got issues. You got issues. And the one that shouldn't have touched you, you let touch you. That's a whole other sermon. There's got to be tenderness, tenaciousness, touching. Yeah, there's got to be teaching. That a father kind of lays out precepts, a godly father, to their children. You only have them for about 17 years and that's it. Then they're gone. Every morning you wake up and look at the news with all these people getting shot in Philly and Canada. All these people getting shot. I can tell you now, if you trace that, they didn't have functioning fathers. They had a father somewhere. They didn't have functioning fathers. Do I have a witness? A father lays lays down authority. A father lays down rules. And regulations. The mother's law is the law of love. A father's law is the law of instruction. I often. What's that? Y'all better throw them phones out of here. Y'all going to hell with them phones. We in worship. Don't nobody need to reach you in worship. They ought to be here with you. Don't get me started up in here. Can I, I? Listen, my phone is in my study. I don't even bring a phone in the pulpit. I'm scared the devil might call. I, I, I ain't even trying to do that. If it's an emergency, call God. Let me get back This is That. Where was I? Just to show you how Satan used that telephone. The fact, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, on this as quickly as possible, that being a good godly father is work. Yeah, being a good godly mother is work. I tell my son who's thirty one, I say, "Look, I'm not your friend. I'm your father." Now, 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 you say, "Well, you're not your son's friend." Oh, I'm his friend, but I'm his father first. I leave space. Are y'all getting me? I leave space between me and him so I can speak as a father. Get your head out of your behind. I don't care how old you are. That was stupid. You don't need to do that. Now, now some of us are starving so much for attention and approval that we have shut the door on our authority as parents. Parents. You got mothers out here trying to get high with their kids. Go ahead, go, ahead, go, to, go go dancing with their kids. And all. Are you out of your military mind? Ahead, no, 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 no. We we got to get back to where, you know, my mother ain't never asked me to go to cabaret with her. Though I would have went, but she ain't never asked me to go. Are y'all, are y'all praying with me? You need to leave some space there. As a caretaker, a coach, and a counselor, so that you can say, listen, when I say I'm not your friend, I'm your father, I'm going to say things your friends won't say.
0: That's right, that's
1: right. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Now, we can be friends, but I'm your father first. Uh-oh, getting quiet. In the name of Jesus. My mother used to say, I don't mean no harm. There it goes. Once I heard that, it's coming. It's coming. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes, I don't mean no harm, but here's, here's the deal. Um, we, we've lost that reverence and respect for parents. We've lost that, yeah. And we're living in an evil world, evil leadership, wickedness in high places. Amen. Most of the people watching these going to hell. Because Jesus said, you're known by their fruit. Can I get a witness? And the fact of the matter is, we are here on earth, surviving through the power of the Holy Spirit, living in the midst of mess. This world is a mess. It's all a mess. There's no more respect for God, no more respect for the house of God, no more respect for the people of God, no more respect. We're living in the midst of mess. Your job is to enlighten, enrich, enable your children as best as you can. My mother died of ovarian cancer. She she survived six months. She knew she was dying. She had readily accepted it. I went to a bedside one day and said, I want to thank you for all the whippings all the punishments I ever got. I love you. I had a chance to square that away. Because as I got old, I realized that they did what they had to do to raise you. Can I get a witness? And I realized that what they put in me was for my own good. Are y'all praying with me? Yeah, it's tight, but it's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, the fact of the matter is, when we look at this thing of fatherhood, 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 uh, there are not too many fathers in the Bible that were good fathers. Abraham was a great progenitor of the faith, but Abraham was not a good father. He lost faith and couldn't wait on God At a hundred years old for a son. So he allowed his wife, who had her own motives, because she was barren, to go into her handmaid, 19 years old, out of Egypt, Hagar, and have a son, Ishmael, father of the Muslims. Y'all listen to Pastor. He had lost his faith, and God still said, He was 14 years older than Isaac. God said, you still going to have a son. God doesn't go back on his word. So Abraham wasn't really a good father. He he had lost his faith. Moses wasn't a good father because Moses had lost his focus. Moses was a great prophet, a great preacher, a great uh, savior who brought Israel out of Egypt. But Moses didn't even listen He didn't even circumcise Gershom, his son, and circumcision was mandatory for Jews at eight days old. So his wife, Saria, said, are you altogether a bloody man? God was going to kill Moses, as great as he was, and there's too many preachers and pastors and ministers and deacons who give more credence to the office of a church than they do their own families. The reason your children stop coming to church is because you put the church before the family. Y'all get quiet all you want, I'm preaching. And the Bible says, if, if a man cannot manage his own family, how can he manage the house of God? Isn't in that in the Bible? If my children are not under my subjection, if my marriage is not intact, how the heck are you going to pastor? You only got five in your family. You might have thousands in the church. It's tight. Mm. Moses lost his focus from the principles of God. And then David was a great, great king who wrote the book of Psalms, most of them. But David lost his fidelity when he committed adultery with Bathsheba. And the Bible says that God told the prophet, tell David the sword will not leave his house. He planned murder. He kidnapped. He planned. He lied. Your children are going to rape each other and kill each other because your hand Was in this mess. Faith, focus, fidelity. There is a man I want to deal with. Matthew 1. We don't hear much of. And his name is Joseph. The husband of Mary. No long resume, dialogue. All it says is that Joseph was a just man. He was justified. He had integrity. Ah, he was principle-based. He was loving. He was liberating. Now, the, the historicity about Joseph and Mary, and, and let me say this uh, clear. You can read when you get home, Matthew 1. Both of them had, in Matthew and in Luke, there's an ancestry. Both of them were in the line of Royalty. Mary had the throne rights, and Joseph had the legal rights for Jesus, their son, his stepson, her son, to be king of kings. Yeah, and the Bible says that uh, they were going through their one-year separation. It's called the betrothal, the engagement period. That once you got engaged, you you had to spend a year without touching each other sexually you had to spend a year while listen the husband would go away to prepare a place for their marriage the wife would get herself ready be dressed in white and she she would be sanctified are y'all with me so when the husband came back to get his wife there was a long procession where Everybody followed them to their new house. So Jesus seized on that and said, it's expedient that I go away. Can I get a witness? And if I go away, I'm coming back to receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Are y'all with me? Yes, Je- Jesus used that analogy for Christ and the church. So, so Mary, in this betrothal period, According to Deuteronomy 22, that if she had sex or got pregnant, she could be stoned to death. Because betrothal and engagement held the same bind, binding as a marriage. It was a year of separation. Now I'm turning to your neighbor and saying, neighbor, could you have waited a year? Don't answer. Uh, because you got folk up in this church, all they want to do is get married because they hot. <laughs> they hot to try. And when the heat wear off, your butt's in trouble because marriage is work. No oh, pastor preaching up in this place, Doc. Yeah. fact fact of the matter is. Uh, so Mary became pregnant. And
0: Joseph.
1: The just one did not want to make a public example of her. The Bible says he wanted to put her away privately. He didn't want to tell everybody what she did. And, uh, you know, some of us, the minute our mates mess up, you all over the church, yeah, he ain't no good. Yeah, he should be in hell and all Joseph was just. He didn't want to put her away privately. He put it away privately, not publicly. And then Joseph went to sleep, and the angel of the Lord said, Joseph, that which is in Mary is of the Holy Ghost. Marry and take care of her. And his name will not be Joseph, it's going to be Jesus, which means Savior. I'm preaching him this way. There was no sexual transmission between them, Amen. and then Joseph put her on a mule and traveled wintertime all the way up to their birthplace to pay their taxes. Joseph was a just man, a man of principles, a man of integrity. Now let me let me stop Paul's book. I. I Being a Bible student, I I look at biblical stories, narratives, and I try to make them applicable to me. How in the world could I be the stepdaddy of God? How, How in the world could I raise Jesus? Who knows all things, who's everywhere at the same time. Who knows something before you even think it how could I how could I raise Jesus how could I sit up there and look at a TV program with a bunch of cussing and Jesus comes in the room daddy what are you doing <laughs> how could I cuss his mother out Joseph Wasn't like Abraham, Moses, or David. He was a just man. Fathers, we have to aspire to be just, just as if we never sinned. Hmm. Now, child of God, I want to lay something out, and I'm gonna get you out of my way. That is that when we look at Joseph, the just. Very little said about him, and he had other children after Jesus was born, Jude, the book of Jude, and, and, and there were others, about four other children, girls and boys. But, but, but think about Joseph now being the stepdaddy of our Lord. My God. He couldn't pull out no weed at night. He didn't run on his mother. Oh, Lord. There was no battering and bruising. Lord, Hamish. No cussing and fussing. Joseph was a just man. Fathers, we got to learn to be just in the sight of God. Most of our issues are historical. When you... And most most professional counselors, that's all they're looking for. They're looking for that historical connection. Because in all your conflict, most of your conflict ain't got nothing to do with who you married to. It's going back in your history, something devastated you that you don't want to admit that you were devastated through. Oh, I'm going to preach, baby. Yeah. Well, you had issues with your daddy. Well, that ain't your husband's fault. You had issues with your mommy. That ain't your wife's fault. You, you, had, you had all kind of historical issues. You were abused. You were raped. You were, you were left. That, that. All that stuff causes conflict in the present. And the reason you can't get healed, Jehovah Rapha, is because you keep denying that your history has anything to do with your happiness. That something was short short change, something was strangled, something was abused i can't be as intimate as I want to be i can't be affectionate I can't live without major criticism. All that is a reflection of what's on the inside i'm never satisfied i'm always fussing, always trying to control that that's that's a matter of major historical conflict that only the Lord can heal. Can the Lord heal it? They a bomb in they're bombing Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. And divorce is not divorce is not the uh, the uh, 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 thing that's going to heal because you're just taking your stuff from one person to another. Somebody need to preach It just comes out in a different way. Well, my last wife ran on me my last wife did this and, and now the new wife may not be running but something else it's tight but it's right we got some historical stuff going on we didn't have close relationships with our daddies didn't have close relationships with our mommies amen was never tenderly treated touched properly and, and spent time with and all that so we, we grow up starving for things that we should have had. Yeah. I look at some of these knuckleheads that some of these young, beautiful young church ladies get date. They knuckleheads. They know they knuckleheads. God knows they knuckleheads. And you know they knuckleheads. You just keep watching your watch. Well, I can't let this one pass. This might be the last one. (laughs) And I'm telling you, when you come in and get counsel from me, I'm going to spot it. It takes a dog to know a dog. Woo! Woo! Been there, done that. Why you want to get married? Well, we in love. What does that mean? Tell me what love is. Tell me what love means. And, and, and so you understand a lot of this stuff is historical, man. It's history. I got rejection issues. It's history. I got abandonment issues. History. I was sick as a baby in my formative years. Now, I can't keep using that excuse. I got to let the Lord come in and heal me. Are, are y'all getting what I'm saying? Hmm. Joseph was a great father as a model. Model. Some of us had bad models. Now, now let me stop pausing. Pause. I thank God for my father. He was a great model. My dad was a model of warmth. He was a loving man. Now, I, I, you know, I try to follow that model. I don't want to go so far, and then it breaks off. I'm not always as warm with people when they continually act out. I need to tell you the truth. I sit there, put my head down, and say, well, you know, the Lord loves you, and if you keep it up, I'm going to lay your butt out. That's it. You. Look, I'm an alpha dog. Y'all know what an alpha dog is? I'm an alpha dog. And and the fact of the matter is, is is I'm praying that God would help me not to bark too loud. Can I get a witness? My dad was warm. My dad had wisdom. And uh, I got some of his wisdom, not all of it. My dad worked daily. Came home from work. Worked hard. That's where I got my work ethic from, my father. I saw him work. Come on, he ain't even waiting on no check. He went on the corner with the boys, he was working. You're looking for a husband. Get somebody that's got a J O B. I ain't talking about the book of Job either.
0: Gotta work.
1: Gotta pay bills. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Got to put something under the tree. Ain't no fat man in a red suit coming through no chimney. South Florida, like we ain't had no chimneys. My dad was warm. He worked. He had wisdom, and I used to see him. My mother back at the church crying, worshiping God. What a picture. No, they weren't perfect but I I had models I had models it wasn't all perfect but I had models Joseph was a model to young Jesus he taught him a trade of carpentry are, y- are y'all praying with me yes, sir. can can you hear Joseph every day Jesus sir can you hand me that slide rule and jesus come over here i want to teach you something jesus he was a model listen to this to god how do you model god to god he was a great model and child of god let me say this to you uh I'm not the dad my dad was to me. And yet my children say you're a great dad. But I would not the dad my dad was to me. My dad was a great dad. My God. That is, we need fathers who model commitment, care, compassion. Are y'all praying with me? And a sense of Christ-likeness. You got to spend time with your kids. You can't keep flipping it. You can't, you know, flipping it. I, I I I got a great memory. I remember my dad taught us how to play baseball. My dad said, "You want to go to baseball game?" I said, "Yeah." We get on the subway from South Philly, go to Broad and Lehigh. We get off at Broad and Lehigh, and there was all these hundreds of people walk, walking up Lehigh Avenue to Twenty First and Lehigh, Connie Mack Stadium, and I would never forget. I'm, I'm in Connie Mack Stadium, and with, with my dad, mother, brother, we're looking at the game, and they were playing the Giants, Willie Mays, and all alone, McCovey, and all of them. and I'm sitting there like just post, just and 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 I'm I'm saying, thank God that I had a dad to spend time with me. Are you are y'all getting this? Some kids don't even know who their dad is. Mommy, can you? Tell me about my dad. Well, Papa was a rolling stone. (laughs) Wherever he laid his hat was his home. No, fatherhood is spending time properly touching, hugging, kissing, holding. We need models. You can be a model through the power of the Holy Spirit. You, you're not perfect, neither am I. You can say, I made some mistakes, but uh, as as I pray and as I grow in grace, I want to be a model to my children. Jesus first. Hallelujah. Their mother second. Yeah. Joseph was a great, a great, great model. And that, that blows me away. That blows me away. I'm, I'm in there watching the game and I'm raising Jesus and he comes in and says, Hey, Dad, can I talk to you? And he's God. He already knows what I'm going to say. Knows my heart. Knows my habits. One day, Rachel was a little girl. She came in my family room and she ran out and said, Mommy, I know where Daddy hides his cupcakes. And I was gonna kill her. <laughs> I still had him, <hide> but <laughs> hanging there with me.
0: Joseph was a great
1: model. When your kids look at you, what do they see? What do they feel? What do they hear? A great model. But secondly, Joseph as a father was a great minister. He was the pathfinder. He was a priest. He was a provider. He was a protector. The word minister in the Greek, diagonos is deacon, and minister has the same meaning. It means to serve. That's all minister means to serve. Do I have a witness? Yes, Are you serving your kids? Are you serving your husband, your wife? Are you submissive, subjective, sacrificial, supportive? No, 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 I, I can pull back and, and and tell you right now, I've been passing 34 years, this church did not come before my family at no time. I had to share thousands with my kids, but I made sure that I spent ample quality time with my kids. I made sure of that. Oh, you are a great pastor, but a poor daddy. And that's why a lot of our kids don't want to come back to church. They don't see both sides. It's tight. Joseph was a great minister. He served, he supported, he sacrificially loved not only Mary, but the other kids. You know oftentimes we always brag about your child that's doing the best but we never talk about the one that's doing the worst they're still your child oh I'm preaching up in this you 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 gotta say you know what yeah this one has, has has matriculated through college they're doing well and I got another one at home we got some problems but I'm praying it's gonna be all right you gotta be honest Gotta be honest. Joseph was not only a great model, he was a great minister. It was Mary that had the calling on her life. It was Mary whom people call the mother of Jesus, not the mother of God. God ain't got no mother nor father. He's eternal. Always was as the wasness of was. Mary, Mary's life was full of grace. Lord have mercy. How do you become not only a good model but a good minister to God? Now I have failed God many times. How many of y'all failed him so I can point out the liars? I have failed God many, many times. Things I knew I should have done, didn't do. Come on now. Things I should have said, didn't say. Things I shouldn't have said, said. Can I get a witness? Y'all can talk back to me. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Hell bound, smoke still in my garments, and God called me out. In the name of Jesus, and and, and sometimes as pastor, I, I, if I come off hard, it's because I want order and excellence. And if you get in the paycheck, don't go there. Stakes them went up. I don't fuss at volunteers, but you get in the paycheck, I'm in your behind. I can tell you that now. Don't take the money, pastor. Leave you alone. Don't don't take the money. a simple equation. You know, pastor, he can be hard. Are you getting a paycheck? Well, well, shut up. Where much is given, much is required. It's tight. (laughs) I love it. Oh, I love it. Praise the name of Jesus. And, and so being a minister, we need to minister one to another, not out of pride. We, we don't need to minister as if we are it. We need to be submissive, subjective, sacrificial in our love. Joseph was a father who was a minister. My god what a man but thirdly joseph was a father who was a motivator he motivated jesus who needed no motivation they were they were at a big conference in jerusalem and jesus was 12 years old and the caravan was going back to nazareth and it's it's in the gospels i believe it's in luke And uh, Mary turned to Joseph and said, where's Jesus? Jesus is a 12-year-old boy. Where's Jesus? Joseph said, I don't know. I thought he was with you. And they both went back to Jerusalem, and he was in the temple teaching the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes at 12 years old. And Mary walked up to him as his mother and said, where have you been? We've been looking for you. And Jesus turned around and said, woman, don't you know about my father's business? That, that, see, that was the cutoff point. Mary, you did your job. I'm here to die. Lord, have mercy. Oh. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Motivator Joseph motivated his family, he motivated Mary. He motivated everyone around his home. He motivated. You know, I, I I go back to the 50s and 60s when I was being raised, and I laugh now. My mother would leave the house, go to the store, and she said, I'll be back. Don't nobody sit on that couch. That couch had plastic on it but she knew the placement of every pillar. She could tell if somebody sat on it. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? And if you didn't like what was for dinner, you just went hungry. You didn't go in that refrigerator and make no bags and eggs and bacon at night and all that kind of stuff. We have rules. The home has no rules. All you want is relationship because you're starving for love. Because your husband don't love you the way you want him to love you. Your wife don't love you the way you... So you look at your kids and you want them to fill the voids. Somebody needs to preach the truth. You want to use them as an object to meet you where you're starving. I'm lonely I need... Nothing wrong with you in the face with your children. But understand that some of your conflict is interfering with your children. God. Well, you don't know what I've been through. Well, you don't know what anybody's been through. You, you, you're not as righteous as you think you are. Well, it's tight. It's tight. It's tight. Now today's Father's Day, and I, I couldn't be a good father without my lovely wife, and I want to applaud her. Thank God for her. Uh, without the Lord, and so uh, you know, my wife came to me and said, "What you want to do for Father?" I said, oh, you want to go out to dinner? I said, "Yeah, we can go out to dinner." But what did I do yesterday? I made a turkey. I made stuffing. I made turnip greens. I made mac and cheese. And I put it all in the, and, and I made lamb ribs. And I put it all in the refrigerator. No, you ain't coming over my house. And, and, so I can have, and I'm, so I can have something good for the game tonight. Hanging there. And good tomorrow. And good the next day. I ain't going to sit around here eating pizzas. I tell folk, I ain't getting like this eating lettuce. Fact, fact of the matter is, that's what I want for Father's Day. Can I get a witness? The child of God, you got to understand, we got to learn to motivate. Our mates and motivate our children. What does motivation mean? You got to lay out some futuristic plans for them to reach. I would like you to get serious about your life. You're too lackadaisical. You're too laid back. That's motivation. I would like see, and that's what's see that's what's wrong with some of these sports teams. They asked John Chaney. not John Chaney. They asked John Thompson, who used to coach Georgetown basketball. Iverson was under him. And one day I heard them ask him a question, well, how did you deal with Iverson with all that stuff that he carried? He said, I just cuss him out. <laughs> and put his butt on a bench. That's a coach. Not playing into all these, you know, self-import things, no. The, the fact of the matter, we got to motivate Our children in their marriages. We got to motivate them in life. We got to motivate, motivate, motivate. And Joseph was a great motivator. I can imagine this conversation with Jesus. Jesus, uh, you know, as your stepdad, I want you to know that uh, God has got a tremendous calling on your life. And I want you to really, uh, not that he had to say it, but I really want you to be. You know, to concentrate on what God would have you to do. That's motivation. That's motivation. Uh, In the name of Jesus, that's motivation. Hmm. And we gotta stop being afraid of counseling. Well, I don't want them to reject me and not talk to me anymore. You you know, you that's your child. You ain't got to cuss them out, but you got to be honest with them. And wait till the day comes, and it's coming, when they ask you, "Did you ever get high? Did you ever fornicate?" Don't get quiet now. And 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 you know, churchy folk, well, well, well I, I, you know, I, I don't need to go into that. I just, I, you know, that ain't none of your business. stay in the child's place just be honest say listen you don't glamorize sin you said I made some mistakes like we all do and the Lord has forgiven me through Christ that's all you guys say trying to hide all the bad stuff and bring out all the good stuff in the name of Jesus my children came to me and said dad I said I did it all and I'm sorry. In the name of Jesus. You know why? Because I'm not trying to protect myself from you. I'm trying to motivate you to see that we're all sinners and we need a savior. Are y'all, are y'all praying with me this morning? So when you run on your wife's, when you, when you run on your children's mother. When you treat her like dirt, when you talk down to her, (sighs) the children are coming apart. Because loving your mate is them seeing the two of you love each other. Not having a mother or father. I'm preaching. More is caught than taught. See, faith without works is what? It's dead. You can talk all you want. You can quote the Bible all you want. If I can't see it, it hasn't sunk in. Lord have mercy. And I don't mean see it with your friends and your family. I mean see it with everybody. See it with everybody. With the lowly. James talks about partiality. Somebody come in church and they just pulled up in a Rolls Royce and you want to treat them glamorously. Give them a chief seat and let everybody know. And then somebody comes in and they got rags on. They don't smell good and you want to hide them away. God said, oh no. That might be an angel unawares. Can I get a witness? You, You cannot choose who to treat well and who not to treat well. I'm preaching up in this place, Tom. One time, my car broke down years ago. I had a blowout, flat, and I'm. I said, "Oh," and I didn't have no AAA. I don't even think AAA was out. I, I got out and I took my jack out, and I'm. And this man pulled over to the side of the road. Caucasian man. He was very friendly. He said, "Son, you want me to help you?" And I said, "I, I think I got." it. He said, "Let me help you," and he helped me, and I changed the tire. And here I am, you know, I was in Bible calls. I said, this, this might be an angel. So he lit a cigarette up and started cussing. Then I said, no, this ain't no angel. This ain't no angel, but he, he was very loving. <laughs> Let me tell you how much you don't know about the Bible. Talking about, You know, I want to I be an angel when I get to glory. You don't want to be no angel. You want to be a saint. Only the saints are seated in heavenly places. Angels got to stand up. Do I have a witness? I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I'm now living, I'm living by faith in the Son of God. And everybody that died and Jesus wasn't in their life, they in hell. Look at the final aspect of Joseph. He was a model. He was a minister. He was a motivator. Now listen to this one. He was a maestro. You know what a maestro does? He leads a whole orchestra. And he knows when one person is out of tune. And he'll tell the person, no, 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 you need to play the right note. Fathers, you're leaders. You got to tell your children when they're playing the wrong note. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're you, a maestro. You you want to bring order. You want to bring a sense of accomplishment. You want the sound from your family being perfect. I got two lovely daughters. I love them to death. Ain't nobody coming to my house with untied sneakers and they drawers showing i throw both of them out. They ain't happening up in here now. They ain't happening. Well, I don't wanna be controlling, be controlling. You listen, let me let me say this to you. If you raise your kids with instruction, the instructions of the Lord, they already know what's permissible and what's not. To God. Can I get a witness? To God. All right, you know, we raise our children. I give them a dollar. Hold it. Take, take ten cents of that dollar and put it in church. That's a tenth. I'm teaching them how to tie so as they get older, God will bless them. oh. Lord have mercy. Tight! We don't eat together anymore. Folk at the dinner table with cell phones. We don't pray together anymore. We don't come to church together anymore. Every man for himself. And our counsel is not Christ-centered. Can I get a witness? Baby, I'm praying for you. I love you. Make Jesus, make Jesus the choice of your life. And when they get old, they will not depart. Depart. Learn not to be bitter, but to be better. Trouble will make you bitter or better. Can I get a witness? Look look, look what Jesus said last on the cross. Seven last words. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You got to be in a position to forgive, folks be in a position to love folk. You gotta be in a position to liberate folk. You got to be in a position to labor for folk. Don't speak bad of your mate to your children. That's their father. That's their mother. Uh Uh-oh. Well, me and your father been together for 50 years and I went through hell 49.
0: <laughs> Are you kidding me? What did he go through?
1: And, and listen, even if you have suffered, even if things have fallen short, and they will, life is full of trouble. Can I get a witness? Life is hard. Life is work. Life, life will make you weary. Do I have a witness? I dare you to put it in the hands of Jesus. I dare you to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding. I dare you to be still and know that he's God. And on this Father's Day, fathers, be a model, be a minister, be a motivator, be a maestro. Bring every sound under the order of the Holy Ghost and God will bless you won't he bless you won't he keep you
0: won't he uh, lift you up won't he turn you around won't he plant your feet on solid ground no weapon formed against you shall prosper the Lord is God stand on your feet
1: As every head is bowed every eyes closed, if you're here today and you're not saved, you need Jesus in your life, I want you to raise your hand. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. If you want to get saved, raise your hand. Is there one? Or you want to join a church in your Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? We love you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Encourage fathers to be models, ministers, motivators, Maestros, just bless them today, God. Bless this day. Help us to do better with our children. Help us to do better with our meats. Help us to do better with mankind. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor say, neighbor Amen. Now I know what a man is. Amen. God bless you. You are the- Did you know
0: you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within to the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. I'll bring you more. I'll bring you more than a soul for a song in it this is not what you have required, cause you search much deeper within, through the way things